this is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. Well, what are we going to remind our subscribers to do? Uh, not subscribe, our viewers to do. <laughs> well, hopefully we're going to remind them to become a subscriber. Yes. So uh, if you like our content, please subscribe. Leave us a comment because we love interacting with you. And please leave us a like or a dislike if you don't like our content. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. But you, but you do, so. Yes. Um, so this is our, what is it, Will, our Synopsis Sunday? What do we do? Mm-hmm. Basically, we recap what we did last week. We uh, pick out some of our favorite comments. And we talk about what uh, we're doing the next week. Yeah. So um, I have, I'm going to grab it up in front of me here, a uh, synopsis of last week on our on my uh, computer here. Mm-hmm. Last week was pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I have, I have the previous week to compare it to is what I mean. Oh, well, it's still pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Bo- both are true. Both are true. All right, let's see here. So 31... Uh, no, 32 is last week. What am mm-hmm. I pulling up 31 for? I don't know. I really understand what you're doing, Chris. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. I should have pulled this up before. And it still does exactly what I don't want it to do. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he gone. All right, so, hey, this looks even better than last week. Um. <laughs> so, la- the previous week, um, w- it was a pretty good week prior to this week we're synopsizing right now. <laughs> um, but I hate that verb. Synopsizing, yeah. So I'm going to mm-hmm. do some quick math here, all right? Between our videos last week, I'm going to add up all the views and see how we did versus the previous week. Okay. Well, do you want to kind of talk about Monday's episode while I do that? Yeah, so uh, last week we talked about Halo Reach and 3 over 3 re-releasing it for the MCC. Uh, basically, it's killing it. Uh, they also did something really cool. So they released it on PC for the first time, but not uh, only did they release it on the Microsoft Store, but they also released it on Steam, which was a really big deal. Uh, and I think it was number three or two basically the entire week for most played game on Steam. Um, and it doesn't seem to be slowing down yet. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, it's reinvigorating the uh, you know, series, at least it seems to be, and people are really excited for the next couple games to be released on PC. Nice. So, mm-hmm. um, just want to go over these views real quick now that I've got the math done. Um, so we did 244 views across our six videos on YouTube. That's an average of 60 views, not 60 views, 40 views per video. Mm-hmm. Um, and the previous week, uh, prior to this last week, we had 184. So that's a 60 view increase from the previous week. We also We're doing saw, something right. We also saw two more subscribers. Mm-hmm. And uh, our total comments, let me add that up real quick. Why don't you tell about Tuesday, Will? All right, so for Tuber Tuesday, uh, we covered Carl Lucas. And it was actually pretty cool. So can we talk about Pitch You yet or no? We'll get there. Okay, so it, it was a really fun video. Uh, we basically went over uh, what we liked about his content, what we uh, recommended for him to change on his content. Um, and overall, it was pretty fun. Yeah, and he gave us some good feedback on our video. You know, he said it sucked, but no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah, we disregarded that comment. We yeah, yeah, yeah. So our total, <laughs> our total comments for the week on YouTube was 56. We're up, we're up seven comments from the previous period, previous seven mm-hmm. days. So that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good week as far as interactions and views go. And gaining two subscribers, never complain about that. Nope. Um, I'm Thank hoping, you. I'm hoping that our 
most likely, most probably, special guest next weekend that I, I refuse to um, mention the name of until we know for sure it's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll, it's going we'll to be us. epic. It will be. It will be epic. So just just stay tuned. Um, it'll be cool. A pretty mm-hmm. big pretty big channel uh, from the guests we'll be having. Not not this week, but the following mm-hmm. week. Um, hoping to see some cool stuff there. Uh, anyways. <clears throat> So on a Wednesday, we talked about one of my favorite series, the Persona mm-hmm. series, all right? And on YouTube, we actually did pretty good. 51 views with 14 comments. Got some pretty good Reddit uh, Reddit uh, comments and upvotes on that post when I shared it on Reddit because I have no shame and I post all of our videos on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and then on Thursday, what did we talk about, Will? The, uh, uh, Atari Adventure. For our the, throwback. Uh, yeah, for our throwback Thursday, and we talked about Easter eggs. Easter eggs, and we talked about uh, the birth of fantasy adventure games, mm-hmm. which is really cool because the Fandom Friday video we did, Will talked about one of his favorite fantasy adventure games ever, mm-hmm. which is what? Yep. Fable Anniversary. Well, Fable. Uh, yeah. I do like the anniversary update, though. And then I talked about uh, Parsha, which is similar to Fire Emblem. Um, which is one of my favorite series. And that video actually did the best out of all six videos last week on YouTube with 67 mm-hmm. views. Well, now, I saw that Fable, and they just clicked on it. They had to. You got it. <laughs> actually, do you know how many upvotes I got on my Parsha post on Fire Emblem? I don't know. How many? Let me, let me check it. Let me check it. That Probably one, negative three. No, it was it was more than I expected, because I was like, oh, they're just going to no, say well, this guy's I, a I created player. all those false accounts for no reason, then. <laughs> that was a lot of work. <laughs> A lot of work trying to downvote me, huh? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Profile. I got um, 34 upvotes. Oh, on the Fable post. Okay. Nope, you're right. It was Fable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I actually posted in the Fable thing about uh, like my favorite line from the series, and I got like 60 or 70 upvotes from it. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, that was our week on YouTube, and since... Uh, we did so well on BitChute. I'm going to say it like that now because every time I Google translates that or, or captions it, it, it pr- throws out some profanity. So I'm mm-hmm. going to split the word up every time I say it today. BitChute. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, so on BitChute, uh, we saw a gain of 18 subscribers. So mm-hmm. we, we more than doubled our subscriber base on BitChute. Um, and then, Heck yeah, man. When you compare, there's just like no comparison in views between Bit no. Shoot and YouTube. We For, are crushing it on Bit Shoot. We were, we were trending all week, except mm-hmm. Monday. Except Monday. We're not going to talk yeah. about Monday. <laughs> Go anyways, figure. Anyways, um, well, we support the platform because it is a uh, bastion of free speech. It's uh, it's highly defensible, but at the same time. Um, if you're a younger viewer, I don't recommend you go there based on the homepage. Uh, <laughs> I've seen some pretty interesting stuff on there. I appreciate the fact that, as an adult, there is no censorship on this website. Yeah, it's not which, nearly as regulated as YouTube, so that's, right. that's why. But, but I would also say, like, like the, viewers, the viewer minimum age for this website is 16 to sign up for an account. And there's a reason for that, so I'm going to reiterate the minimum age to go on bit shoot is 16. All right. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, on Monday. We can upload our unedited videos there when yeah. I accidentally swear sometimes. <laughs> hot Dan, right? Yeah, Hot Dan. 
Anyways, uh, on Sunday we did 106 views, and I believe we were on trending. Mm-hmm. On Monday, uh, originally we only had like 50 views, but after trending all week, it's climbed to 100. So that's good. Um, our Carl Lucas Tuber Tuesday video, I don't know if you guys remember, only got uh, 30 views on YouTube. Well, we made up for it on BitChute. We got 253 views on BitChute. Mm-hmm. On the Wildcard Wednesday, we got 120. On Atari, Atari Adventure Throwback Thursday, 167. And then f- to close out the week on Friday, we got 138 views. Heck yeah. It was insane. Um, and the It was a wild ride, man. <laughs> it really was. I couldn't believe it. I was watching this all week. I was like, dang, yep. this is cool. Chris got nothing done because all he was doing is texting me. You will not believe the views we have on Bitchu. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that add up to? Let's see here. We're going to add this up uh, live on the podcast. 106 plus 103 plus 253 752 plus 120. I have no idea. <laughs> plus 167 plus 138. Almost 900 views. 887. Oh, man. We, like, I'm almost ready to just sit here and refresh the page to get us to 1,000. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it anyways. It tracks IP addresses. One view per, per IP address per view. So... Mm. Oh well, <laughs> but 900 views—that's that's insane. I, our podcast has has gotten the closest it got to is four weeks after a video was released. The Scott the Waz subreddit mobbed our Scott the mm-hmm. Waz video, and we got like 600 <laughs> views in a day. That was which, also a crazy day. <laughs> that was pretty cool, but mm-hmm. yeah, and not so, a single comment. So we saw a um, so a87. The previous week was 213. So that's over 684, or that is mm-hmm. 684 more views in the previous week. I would like to take this moment and thank all of our BitChute subscribers and yes. viewers. And if you're not subscribed already, please do so. Mm-hmm. Especially if you see this video on trending and you watch it all the way through. Definitely <laughs> subscribe. It's going to be yes. a cool a cool week. Um, this is going to be our Star Wars week. War of the Stars. <laughs> yes. So what are we covering this week, Will? Star Wars. You just talked about it. <laughs> I did. I did. Well, yeah. No. Whatever, yeah. dude. Whatever. <laughs> I, I'm gonna pull up the thumbnails. We'll show we'll show off the thumbnails earlier. All right, us. yeah, the thumbnails are pretty awesome this week. This will be fun. Um, let me see. I got to get rid of one, so I don't accidentally show it. I mean, I see. I just saw it, Chris. You saw it, but nobody else did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't. I don't know what I can see and what they can see. You can see what's on my so the what's over here where you see my mouse at will. That's mm-hmm. what the viewers see. Oh. This stuff I have on this screen, nobody else is seeing except me. And I was wondering why you had those naked ladies open. <laughs> oh. That can my stay up. Gosh. That was totally fine. That was PG. Okay, look. But we're debuting the Krill Cast in, in silver this week, okay? Mm-hmm. Silver. We're the silver Krill Cast now. But we're not going to call ourselves that. All no. right. So here's the thumbnails you guys are going to see this week. I'll show you guys. There's the first one. That's the Synopsis Sunday. That's the video you're watching right now. That is the Thursday video because they're not in any particular order on my desktop. <laughs> nope. Apparently not. All right, Oop, so that's we'll, our uh, we'll just Super skip Tuesday. To, we'll skip to Monday. Oh, why is Monday not? Hold on. Let's get there. Ah, there it is. 
All right, so Monday we're going to be talking about Jedi, Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. On our Tuber Tuesday, what are we talking about, Will? Star Wars Theory, one of my favorite YouTubers with all things Star Wars. Yes, sir. On our... Oh, I went the wrong way. There it is. What are we doing on Wednesday, Will? We are going to rank our favorite Star Wars films. And I, I, take one guess what I'm going to rank as my least favorite. Solo. Stay tuned. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. And then on Thursday, we're going to cover... It says it right there. Cancelled Star mm-hmm. Wars games. Yes. And one in particular that I am very sad about is it literally in the artwork here. Yep. Alright, and then on Friday, we're going to recommend you guys some non-Star Wars space games. So mm-hmm. look forward to that. Mine are all scary. Oh god, what, Dead Space? <laughs> yes. Oh, you did... There's no point in turn, tuning in now, Chris. We're going to have to come up with a different one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you still talk about it. Nobody knows anything about it. He's going to recommend Fear. Exactly. So oh, Fear's my gosh. Not, Fear's not a space game. Oh, well. No. Um, well, now that I've given that away, sorry, guys. Didn't mean to uh, ruin your week. Uh-huh. Friday's not going to trend now. We're all we're done. We're done. We might as well just <laughs> yeah. call, call it a week. Yeah, um, exactly. Oh, we never went through comments. All right, hold on. Let's see if there's any good ones quickly. Um, I shout out to Colors of Gaming. They also trended with us and they support our videos every week. So shout out to them on Bit mm-hmm. Shoot. Um, a couple other good ones. Uh, let's see if there's any good comments on this one. It looks cool, but I really don't play phone games. Fable. No, there's a game I recognize. Will, did you hop in and pin this? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I must have done it in my sleep. Yes. I mean, it should be pinned, though. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm pretty certain I responded to him. I think you did. You want me, me, me pull it up? Yeah, I'm pretty certain I commented. Oh, I, I, and I said, well, at least Will will be happy. Mm-hmm. Fable is the bomb. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Whatever Maybe we shouldn't say. have looked at that comment. Yeah, probably not. Probably should have done it. Oops. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go to the end here because it has the should have the... Um, where's the uh, cards? Uh, whatever. We'll just go back. Usually there's an outro card that puts you into the playlist. I must not have put them on this week. All right, so on the Thursday video, let's see what we got here. Oh, okay. It's just Vroom. Mm-hmm. But Vroom, you get it by default. So here it is. <laughs> you guys took it back. Like Chris said, definitely can see the development of Zelda from this. Some awesome prizes there. I don't know if this is an Easter egg, but way back when, PlayStation used to have PlayStation Underground CDs full with demos if you held all the top triggers. You would get a button combination that gave you even more demos and behind-the-scenes game development. I thought it was pretty neat. I didn't know that I was actually a thing. saw a PS3 promotional disc at... Um, Thrift Shop? Uh, Thrift Shop, yep, yesterday. Nice. Um, anyway, I, I commented that I didn't even know what a PlayStation was at that time. <laughs> And I said, that's so cool about the PS1 demos. I certainly don't remember that, even though I had a PS1 back then. Mm-hmm. Which, little known fact, I owned all of the PlayStation consoles growing up except the PS2. <laughs> 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 I don't know why, but that's the case. Uh, then on Wednesday, the, for the Persona one, I'm trying to remember. I think there was a good comment from somebody I'd never met. Oop. Mm-hmm. Nope, I'm gone. That was Hope a mistake. 
There we go. Just having some uh, technical difficulties here, guys. I, I love this Garth uh, comment. I have no idea what Persona even is. <laughs> What's my comment in response? Me either, man. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think this comment probably deserved the top comment. It says, technically, you can get all the Personas on PS3. All PS3s can play PS1 discs, so the P1 and P2s. And as you mm-hmm. mentioned, P3 Fuss and P4 from PSN Store. Although I will add a slight asterisk to that comment. It can play in North America the second half of Persona 2. It cannot play the first half of Persona 2 unless you hack and put the Japanese disc with the uh, patch in. That's the only way you can get that, so that's there. Um, and he says he's playing P3P, which that's how I experienced Persona 3 the first time as well, so it's a good one. Good way to do it. Excellent. All right, so... All right, on to... Um, Throwback Thursday. I can't believe this video is running 17 minutes. We messed up. We done effed up, man. Oh, Carl. 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 <laughs> Probably Carl will get the top comment on this one. Yep. Oh, Hot Dan. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I did the Hot Dan one. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull this up so you guys can see it. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, Hot Dan, you rang. Will, I love it when you get more animated. You're eminently charming. Talk more, yeah. bro. And then what is my comment? <laughs> if Chris would let me speak slash stop cutting me out of the podcast, you get a lot more comedy from me. And then I wrote, Will can be funny when he wants to be. Yeah. Oh, this didn't get a heart. There you go, Will. Yeah, thank you. Goodness. You know it's true, that's why. <laughs> and then it says, for Carl, thank you for your kind words. I will definitely play around with the idea of cutting up the podcast. I, I would like to see how that looks when he if he does that. Yes. And then we got Garth commenting back, are you part of the hiding direction too? <laughs> yep, we are mysteriously wandering around. <laughs> Very nice. There it is. Okay. And then, uh, oh, look at that. YouTube's not broken. Up next is Viznawesome. Mm-hmm. All right, so... One, two more videos to look at comments on. Let's see. You know what's going to make me sad, Will, is if we get to the end of the recording of this video and it didn't pick up any of the audio. Yep, because we didn't test it. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> we'll just do it faster next time. Um, Vroom, I'm just happy it wasn't re-released with microtransactions. What a surprise. Thank you, Microsoft. I think it's high chance Halo 5 should come out on PC. Probably at high time Halo 5 should come out on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, especially consoles, graphics is out, are outdated at the moment. I love my new RTX card. Playing Jedi Fallen is like watching a movie. Although I felt that way about the Tomb Raider games when they do the cinematic parts. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, so that's cool. And then the last one for last week is the Synopsis Sunday. Let's see what people had to say on that one. Oh, there's no comments. No, I'm just kidding. There's 14. <laughs> there's 14. Oh, very nice. Half of them were mine. Oh, this is my favorite comment. Garth. Hope my wife doesn't watch this or the crazy taxi video. Haha. <laughs> you love that guy. Fingers crossed. I told her about it. You're <laughs> screwed. What? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry, Garth. Poor Garth. Um, and then we got Carl saying he played all the Halos every day since release, and it's good, but he sucked at it, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then Garth said, I bet I could beat you at Tetris. <laughs> okay. Weird flex there, Garth. I <laughs> know, right? 
Drive like my wife's simulator. LOL, <laughs> winner of the week, hands down. Yep, <laughs> we agreed, so. Yep. Anyways, we're at a 20-minute video. Nobody's going to watch this thing, so might as well. And <laughs> Thank you for sticking to the end. Please like, subscribe, and leave us a comment. Yes. Um, as always, I am Chris. And I'm Will. And we will see you on the next Curlcast. Toodles. Sugar high. This oh, is... hello, everybody. <laughs> this is the Grill Cats. I'm Chris. And I'm Will, and I have four cookies. And uh, what's today, Will? Today is Manic Mondays. Could you do it a little more intensely? I'm just kidding. Manic Mondays! <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, for Manic Mondays, uh, we're going to tell you to like this video, comment on this video, subscribe to this podcast, and share it on your social medias. Um, especially on Fiverr. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to come up with a different company yeah. every single time. We'll, we'll move to TikTok next. Um, Put it on Google Plus. Yes, a failed, a completely failed social network. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, I'm Chris. This video is over. No. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about Jedi Fallen Order, or EA's mm-hmm. first attempt at a real Star Wars single player game. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, why don't we get some statistics pulled up here, and Will can talk about what he what he feels how he feels about this game. Well, thus far it's great. The thing is, so Respawn is the people who actually developed the game, and honestly, every game that Respawn has made is is really good. So Titanfall One was really great, but I mean it was a multiplayer only game, so it didn't really appeal to me. But the people who played it said that they really loved it. Titanfall Two was a hidden gem of this generation, very underappreciated. I was hesitant when they announced that they were making a Star Wars game only because it was being published by EA. Otherwise, I would have been ecstatic. Um, And what's amazing about this is that it doesn't seem that EA interfered too much in the development of this game because it it is a good vision. Um, It's single-player, doesn't have microtransactions, and, you know, pretty much every review is very positive on this game. So it... It's almost like Respawn just published it themselves. <laughs> what, just, what do you, uh, what's your take? One example of this success that we've seen, right? This is literally just Steam, okay? It says almost between 1 and 2 million owners on Steam. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think it sold between 5 and 7 million in the last time I checked, if I am not mistaken. And the peak concurrent players on for yesterday, that would be on uh, 12-14, so it's what, a month, yeah, one month since release, mm-hmm. still had over 5,000 concurrent players. And this isn't even a multiplayer game, so. No, it isn't. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and so. this is after EA said that uh, first-person playing games were dead. Yeah. And uh, it says the user score for this game is 92%, so that's pretty good. The mm-hmm. meta score, which is like when you factor in critics and people that really don't play games probably 81 percent it's still really positive that is for for the critics i'll be like yeah it's okay (laughs) yeah 
That's I pretty mean, high praise. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, yeah. It says an average of, of over five hours of playtime in the last two weeks. I believe that's what that means. An average of uh, 14 hours of playtime to 18 hours of playtime. So that's pretty good. Uh, not bad. Yeah. So basically it's been a resounding success. I don't know how much money they put into it to develop it, but again, between 5 and 7 million copies sold, I'm sure EA and Respawn made a, a bunch of money on this game. So what do you think this means going forward for EA? Do you think they're actually going to get their heads out of their butt and realize that you know more first play or sorry single player games and games without microtransactions is the way to go, or do you think this is a fluke? I think that um, it's completely dependent upon how much money they make on a game like this, right? Because mm-hmm. you got Need for Speed Heat, which was released at the same time as this, essentially. No mm-hmm. microtransactions on that either. Okay. Um, now, the problem with a single-player game such as this, right, is you have to have replayability. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, um, people will play it, finish it, and then it'll basically die. Right? So the, the biggest advantage to multiplayer games is they have a consistent user base over time. A game like this is complete once, maybe twice, and if you're a diehard fan, you might play it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But those people are few and far between, right? So the game doesn't stay relevant long enough. Um, now, if the price starts dropping, you start seeing deals, you'll see resurgences over time. Yeah. But that initial purchase rate is, is what you're stuck at. I suppose for a single-player game, it doesn't really matter much about player retention as long as you got that money up front. Uh, if you want player retention for a single-player game and where you're still making money off of it, you have to release DLC of some sort. Which, which I fully I can, expect I, for this game. Yeah, I fully expect it too. I think it's going to happen. Like I'm At the very curious. least, cosmetic items, because I, I realize that you know everyone likes to customize their poncho in the game, but you probably might be able to put more in. I think you can pack more into the game without changing the actual campaign itself. And then you can also go off in different directions from the campaign. If I can't play as Jabba the Hutt, I want no business <laughs> playing this game. The thing is, so I can understand now why they chose to have just one character and not have it customized because they're trying to tell his story. Mm-hmm. However, I'm still disappointed it's not like Knights of the Old Republic where I can customize my character. Maybe I want to play as an alien. I might want to be a Twi'lek. You have no idea. So you, why can't I be a Twi'lek? You can't play as a Twi'lek in Knights of the Old Republic. It, well, it's 2019, so you'd think that it, it would upgrade it to the point where I can do that, Chris. Maybe, maybe in KOTOR follow 3. Follow my train of thought here, Chris. KOTOR <laughs> 3, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Like, uh, I guess this gives me some some faint hope that EA will make another single-player Star Wars game. I think what that they would have infinite possibilities to put it during the Clone Wars. Because they have an infinite number of Jedi during that time. And oh, it, yeah. It's a spanning of, I don't know how many years, the five years or something? So, anyway, con- so chronologically, where does this one fit in? This one is between episode uh, three and four. Oh, okay. So after Andy so, Kidd, yeah, you're the you're stuck between two times. We and it's canon, so you know the story essentially. So he's got to die at some point. So you know that that's going to happen at some point. You know there's an end point once you get to Luke. You can't go past it. Um, whereas with um, the Clone Wars, I mean, again, you have infinite possibilities. You can have a different Jedi every time. You can customize the Jedi's, um, and yeah, lots of, lots of cool uh, opportunities. I want to be Plo Koon. No. <laughs> yes. Kiari Mundi. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that giant right, forehead. Batman. That giant yes. forehead. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. Well, they, 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 Mace Windu. In, they had him in Lego Star Wars, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where I'm at with this is, if this can be successful, and somehow EA can get the rights to do it, um, since they already have half of the rights with Bioware, give mm-hmm. me KOTOR 3. Yes. Or finally get, into it. get Disney to finally call it canon again. Because there's no good reason why it can't be. Nope. <laughs> no. Again, it has really nothing to do with the movies. And it's so far in the past that it would be fine. They should just make it canon. It's ridiculous. Well, the, only th- the only reason I can even... So when does The Mandalorian take place? The show? I haven't watched I think, it. I don't have... I think plus. it also takes place during... Before episode four, or it's during the same time. No, what really? Why, why, I'm, would, I'm they, why would they? Pretty this certain thing? everything is set between that time. <laughs> don't quote me on this. I haven't watched it, but they have a baby Yoda, so I don't know how they would have the baby Yoda if it wasn't after that time period. What does it say? It's too small on my screen. It says you're right in between three and four, but what? That doesn't make any sense. Why not? Because the baby Yoda exists. Yeah, so it could be Yaddle or whatever that thing is called, and oh, Yoda. Oh, yeah. And then now, now you got, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a funny Yibble. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that that one exists. Oh, great! Now our video is going to get claimed. Oh, we no. we just saw the president. Oh no. <laughs> He's gonna uh, monetize it for himself mm-hmm. <laughs> if we could even monetize it. Anyways, um, I, I think this drop off here is significant though. When you look at the number of people watching people play this on Twitch, um, it's a single player game though. Who wants to watch it? Someone play a single player game, dude. That's the only kind of game I would watch on Twitch. Yeah, okay. You are not the typical viewer though, Chris. <laughs> but here, here's what I've learned about Twitch. Okay, so sometimes Twitch is way off, but overall. Whatever percentage of people are watching on Twitch, there's probably about 10 times that amount actually playing. So if you look at this, right, if there was 112,000 viewers on day one, there's probably about a million people playing. Mm -hmm. I can see that. So that's how I've always kind of factored it, like Twitch times 10. Um, It's been pretty accurate overall, but uh, you're saying total sales are probably closer to 5 million, 5 to 7, somewhere in there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So based on that, I'd say EA is a resounding success of a game. Yeah, I think so. And uh, I'm probably going to try it sometime next year. Though they considered Battlefield Five a failure, and it sold eight million. So <laughs> I don't know what on the budget. Yeah, I don't know what metrics they're using over there at EA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, well, I will pull up some gameplay so we can talk about that a little bit. It looks mm-hmm. cool, uh, but. I haven't played it yet, so I can't yeah. comment on the gameplay. It does much. not play like uh, The Force Unleashed. So if you're going into it thinking that you're going to be as powerful as Darth Vader or Yoda right off the get- gate, um, it's not going to happen, and you're never going to be like that. It's much more subdued. Wars, it's one of the biggest yep, that's it right there. That's the gameplay. Yeah, That's the original uh, Star Wars game that I have on the SNES. <laughs> so this is the gameplay. This is the completionist. We're taking some uh, gameplay footage from him while we talk. Um, fair use, fair use. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, uh, 
It looks good, and look, he's even showing some... Skip forward right now, because that hasn't even... Some nice even little color footage. <laughs> this is it. There you go, yeah. I mean, cinematically, it looks really great, and, you know, mm-hmm. the, the lead guy is a ginger, so obviously it's great. Yeah, and this is the second time that we've had a Jedi that was the Joker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And look, he's comparing it to other games. No, yeah. it, look, it looks like a hack-and-slash Star Wars game with some mega bosses. Um... It looks good. Yeah. It, yeah, it's cool. I yeah. want to be a, an alien, though. <laughs> now that we've run out of things to say. <laughs> all right, Will. As always, please share these videos with all your friends on your social Thank medias, you. especially Fiverr. And uh, please comment down below, subscribe to this podcast, and like this video. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And we will see you in the next co-cast. Bye. This is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm your father. Oh no! <laughs> this is Tuber Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it even differently every single time I do it. Mm-hmm. And, that and today we're covering one of hold my up, favorite hold YouTubers. Up, hold up. Hey, no. Like this video. Comment on this video. Please subscribe to the podcast and share it on TikTok. <laughs> All right, now. Now we're covering one of my favorite YouTubers, Star Wars Theory. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Star Wars Theory currently has 1.92 million subscribers. Probably more, but YouTube has cut us off at three digits. Um, the description <laughs> in his About Me says, I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. Join me for everything Star Wars. Comics, fan fiction, lore, character analysis, novels, news, and more. Hey, he rhymed. He's Dr. Seuss. <laughs> He's got his Vader Episode One Shards of the Past out now ad-free. He's got an email for PayPal, fan film, da 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 da. Uh, I'm not going to read his address on our thing because it just seems like <laughs> you can go look it up, okay? Let's yep. just put it that way. Um, his most popular video, right? Will's already sent this to me, so. Yep. It's his fan made episode for Vader. But what's his second most popular? It's. Hold on. I forget we'll find now. out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Ten I know it's also about facts Vader. about Darth Vader mm-hmm. suit you didn't know. Who that was, was a good video. Master? Yeah, that was cool. What? That was also a good video. How General Grievous? Be- oh, I watched that one. Okay, because I've seen at least two of his videos. Because I remember reading, seeing this one. Because I was curious. I have unashamedly watched every single one of these videos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he's got some pretty cool stuff. Uh, if you want to comment on this number one video he's got, well, we can pull this guy up. Yeah, so this is so cool. So when I watched this, um, I don't remember if this came out before or after The Last Jedi, but this is so cool. I wish that this was actually canon. So it, it's really... I don't want to ruin it. People haven't seen it, but I'm going to ruin it anyway. So it's basically like... 
you get kind of a view of what Vader is thinking about. So you think this entire episode is actually happening, and at the end you realize it didn't happen. But it's super, it's so well done. The voices are good, the animations are good, and it, it looks like an actual um, movie or an, like an episode of a TV show. Yeah, and the Vader costume is is top notch. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Disney did not just hire this guy to create like a mini, yeah. a mini a bunch of mini episodes online is beyond me. Yeah, I feel like it it only helps the fan base, it only helps the brand, and it really it doesn't take anything away from Disney. Disney's making billions off of this franchise, so it's really sad that they copyrighted him immediately and there was there I think there was a really big battle over this and there haven't been any more episodes. Which is really disappointing because they ended on a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, so th- I think the the big the takeaway here is that Disney makes billions of dollars on the Star Wars industry, undeservedly so. Yeah, <laughs> controversial opinion number one. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's not controversial. Everyone believes that. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, they really don't. They're their horse in the game is they bought it from George Lucas, and now they're mm-hmm. producing new games. So I guess or new games and movies and everything else. But. Uh, Really, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he monetized the video though. So it was, it was purely just meant for fans of the series as just like a a way of getting excited about the the movies that Disney was making. In all honesty, and they really screwed the pooch on this. Oh yeah, one hundred and ten percent. They screwed the pooch. Um, I cannot think of a stupider situation you could put yourself in as the owner of a fandom of a, uh, of a giant franchise with a giant fandom as Star Wars. I don't, know, I don't know how you could have handled this more poorly. Mm-hmm. But that happened in the past, obviously. It's been an, almost a year since that happened. You know, we're six mm-hmm. days away from when he released this video. Uh, and he, his channel has, has only grown since this video was released. It certainly yep. has not gone down. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoy this content. It's really good. It's, it delves deep into Star Wars lore. Um, it really does. It goes really deep into Star Wars lore, so yes. sometimes it's a little crazy. And then I also like his kind of his fan fiction, so I enjoy that. Every once in a while, I get confused by the title though, where I think it's actually like a lore video, and then I realize it's a fan fiction video. So like halfway through, I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on here? Vader like killed Yoda and all this. <laughs> oh jeez. But uh, no, it's it's really good content. Um, the only thing I I think I have a problem is like, occasionally I get confused by the titles, and I mean. It's still enjoyable content, though. I obviously watch all the way through, so... Mm-hmm. Disney should just hire this guy to make a Vader series. <laughs> yeah. It would be cool to have, like, a web series like this. That's what I'm saying. Like, Disney, yeah. to hype up the new trilogy, they should have just had this guy do it. Mm-hmm. Like, here, here's some money. Your series isn't canon, but you can make it. Yeah, well, the thing is, there's so much potential in the Star Wars lore and stuff for something like this, where... It can be just this offshoot idea, and it very fun. Doesn't take away from the movies or the TV show that they have now. It's just something you know added to the to the pot. Plus, I don't think fan films are technically illegal. I don't. I think that it's under fair use. I don't. I don't know how they struck them. I, I mean, I, I can see why. I mean, they had the Darth no, Vader YouTube's, uh, YouTube's uh, copyright strike system is broken. There's mm-hmm. no consequence for people to go and copyright. Like if somebody came over right now. Like this is just for example, Disney says, "Oh, we don't like the fact that you have this content, this still image in your mm-hmm. thing, up for this time to this time. We're gonna copyright strike you for using the Star Wars franchise." Boom, and then we could say, "Nope," and then they're like, "Lawyer up!" <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, 
it's like, and then Disney says, "Oh, we own all the lawyers." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, and it's, you, then you go to Mickey Mouse Tale. It's a bit abusive, but I mean, it's fair use. Like, I, I especially if you didn't monetize it. If you monetize, I don't it, think he did. I can't go, I can't remember, but I don't think he did. Anyway, um, I'm curious now. We should look up this legal suit. Um, in the meantime, Will, um, what's your favorite aspect of his channel? I just like the passion that he brings to like all of his content. So again, he, he covers things that are very obscure, um, things that I would not necessarily have thought about on my own, that I've even wondering or wanting to know about in the Star Wars lore. Um, but he covers it, and he covers it in such a good way. It's almost like a documentary. So like... I'll, I'll uh, like learn about Yoda's master or these like the meanings of the different lightsaber colors or some random Sith that I've never heard of. It's it's pretty cool. Um, so I really like the the passion and the like how in depth he gets. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's just go through his copyright sagas. If ever anybody doesn't remember, this happened eleven months ago now. Lucasfilm actually here's the headline right. Lucasfilm actually ordered Disney to lift the copyright claim that they recently placed on Star Wars theories. Uh, Vader fan film. Very cool. Um, uh, so let's see here. An end of article was published yesterday. Uh, so this guy's just reporting on that article. Uh, let's see. is giving the option to appeal it, which he stated he was not going to do because he would likely lose, and then Disney would delete the film and possibly get his channel taken down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, w- I would be nervous about that too. Yeah, I was worried that it was going to be gone. I thought he, I thought that was it for him. Um, so Lucasfilm gave him... Okay, so here it is, right? According to him, after backlash from Star Wars fans, Lucasfilm stepped in, told Disney that Theory made the film under a certain set of rules and that they needed to release the copyright claim that they placed on the Vader fan film. This means that going forward, no ads will run on the Vader film and that it will remain free to view on YouTube for everyone. This was a very good move by Lucasfilm, who have taken a lot of criticism from fans over the past few years since Disney acquired them. It's nice to see that they are still dedicated to their fans and stepped in when their parent company, Disney, tried to profit off an independent fan film, which the creator wasn't even making money off of. Good for Lucasfilm. I'm glad that they intervened on that. That was a good move. Good job, Lucasfilm. Now, if only Disney hadn't given away their game-making rights to EA. Yeah, uh, I don't know what. The thing is, though, it's like, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Disney is just as greedy as EA is. No wonder they're in bed together. <laughs> Which is why Star Wars Theory is awesome for releasing yeah. this and keeping it free online. Yeah. Um, Good so, for you, man. I love your stuff. So what I would say, um, I really enjoy this content. I feel like uh, he's more appealing to much larger fans than myself, um, who I, I would only watch more popular of his videos. Like I really enjoy yeah. Like I said, I like the General Grievous one. Um, but I would probably not be interested in any of the book lore that he probably covers. Hmm. So yeah, like I said, some of it goes. The thing is, I would not necessarily consider myself a huge Star Wars fan, like a mega one. A huge Star Wars. Yeah, fan. yeah, huge, huge. Um, so, and the thing is, again, a lot of the topics he covers, I would not necessarily be interested in. But I click on it, and I, and I just become interested. I become engrossed in the content. It's, it, like it's a, <laughs> it's kind of funny how it happens. <laughs> Yeah. So, as far as his channel going forward, um, where do you see this channel going? I mean, it's already massively popular. Yeah. I see him growing with the next movie because I feel like he gets a little bumped from every movie. Uh, you know, we, we have The Mandalorian. We're going to have Obi Wan Kenobi TV show, so he has plenty of stuff to cover for the next couple of years. Um, after that, though, I guess if he, if there are more books and stuff that he can cover and still more in-depth things that are very obscure that he can cover, 
but the fandom might wane after that because Disney has already said they're going to take a break and focus, I guess, more on TV shows, but I don't think they've announced very many. So um, do you think his content entirely depends on the continuation of the franchise video side? I, th- I think it, for it to grow, yes. I think it's intimately connected to the growing fan base around the Star Wars movies. Um, I could be wrong on that, though. And I, I guess it, it could continue to grow... If even even though there aren't any movies, but I would say it's pretty hard. We saw that with a lot of like um, Halo YouTubers, where it grew with a game and then they kind of plummet now that the, the game is gone. I realize Halo is much smaller than Star Wars, <laughs> but it, it's a similar con- uh, connection between the, the YouTube channel and the, and the actual like you know content. I guess the safest franchise to hedge your bets on would be Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that's not going away. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's the only real detriment to pinning your entire content on one franchise is like, yeah, you can go as in depth as you'd ever want to, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're limited by that franchise and you can't go to other content. I mean, with a name like Star Wars Theory, where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to go to what? Star Trek Theory? Yeah, I mean, he could. He could just have a second channel. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if he does. Let's find out. Yeah. Because, uh, content creator that's similar to him the stupendous wave actually now has the marvelous wave where he covers marvel stuff so marvel theory. It, maybe that is that also his stuff probably probably is i don't there's, know um, star wars headquarters there's strength theory which i'm not going to watch <laughs> <laughs> um theories arcade so i'm assuming this is like he plays uh games on here oh harry that? potter theory i'm pretty certain i've watched some of those videos yeah that's a surprisingly large fan base still, even though there hasn't really been any new Harry Potter stuff for a while. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Harry Potter fans. I realize that the the Fantastic Beast movies, but that's not really Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, shout out to um, a, a very small channel that literally does all Harry Potter. It's called, like, It's a Potter Party. Um, <laughs> but they're still making content on Harry Potter, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Um, Star Wars Theory. Anyways, uh, to wrap this thing up, my recommendation, um, keep doing what you're doing. I... I with 2 million subscribers I can't argue with what you're doing at all I mean, mm. it seems like you've got it down your content is professional you've even intimidated Disney by putting out this Vader film yep. you're, you're doing it dude I wish I was as good as you mm-hmm. I would say do what you have to do to put out episode 2 and 3 yes that would be awesome <laughs> just do it I would like a Yoda series how about you make an Obi-Wan series that's probably going to be better than a Disney one <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, your content's awesome. Uh, just keep it up and continue delivering the passion that, you, that you've been doing. And I think your your viewer base is just going to continue to grow. You'll probably hit two million by next Jan- June. Yeah, at the at the latest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully, ways? if uh, the news, the rise of Skywalker, if it bombs, hopefully it does not affect your channel. <laughs> on top of that, if you watch mm-hmm. this video on our very small podcast, please leave a comment below. Star Wars Theory. We would love to hear what you think of our analysis of your channel, even mm-hmm. though it's sporadic and all over the place. But it's awesome and glowing, so you should leave us a comment. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, as always, please like this video, comment on this video, subscribe to our podcast, and share this video on TikTok. <laughs> I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And we will see you on the next Crowcast.
This is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. What's today, Will? Today is Wild Call Wednesday. And uh, <clears throat> we want to encourage our viewers to please share this video on TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy. <laughs> yeah, if there's even a way to do so. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, on History.com. Uh, today, we're making history for making the most controversial video we can think of this week for Star Wars Week. Um, yes. Please like it before you watch it. Please comment on this video before you watch it. And then after you watch it. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> so today, what are we doing, Will? We're going to be ranking the Star Wars movies. And we have some parameters. So it's no, nothing like the Ewok movies or the Christmas special. This is just the the episodes one through eight, and also the two Disney spinoffs that we've had so far. Hold up. You know you're not a true fan if you don't love the Star Wars Christmas special. It doesn't matter if I love it or not. We're just not ranking it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, okay. I happen to actually really like the Ewok movies, but we're not going to be talking about those today. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I do. Yeah, we, I recorded it over... We like had like a VHS thing. We recorded it off the TV over a family video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yes. Um, anyways, so let's get started with, um, letting you guys know how this is going to work. Okay. So in the previous video where we did a ranking thing, we did the Halo games. All mm -hmm. right. And we ranked them, uh, all seven of them with four people involved. This time it's just two of us. Okay. So it'll be a lot less involved, but mm -hmm. we're just going to go through and we're going to say why, um, each video is where it is. And my ranking will be on the left and Will's ranking will be on the right. Yes. Cause mine is correct. <laughs> And as far as that goes, um, I'm just going to give us a quick spiel on my views on the tenth, the tenth ranked video, video mm -hmm. movie in the Star Wars franchise, and that's so low. Um, it's so low. I wanted to rank <laughs> it 11. That's why. Nice, very nice one, there, buddy. <laughs> there you go, Will. Your turn. All right. So, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. What can I say about this movie that hasn't already been said? Really, like Chris said, this should be in the 11th spot or maybe even on the 100th spot. <laughs> Some good things about this film. It's beautifully shot. The cinematography is amazing. The score is amazing. But the plot makes no sense. They ruin the original characters. They also ruin the new characters from the first movie, or the first movie of that trilogy. Uh, it was disappointing. This threw out everything that J.J. Abrams set up. I no longer care about these characters, and it, it ruined this trilogy for me, which is crazy for me because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I went and saw it twice because I wanted to give it a second chance. Maybe it was like maybe I just didn't view it correctly or whatever the first time, but both me and my wife really, really disliked this film. Hmm. I don't know, man. Whatever. I think Solo is so low it outpaced <laughs> number eight. So. Oh, well, we'll see the next ranking. <laughs> number nine. Okay, so what can I say about The Last Jedi? Well, I can tell you this. I took two of my brother-in-laws to go see this. Um, uh, the third one doesn't really have any interest in Star Wars or anything related to it, so he didn't go, um, but the other two did. Uh, mm -hmm. And as far as we came away with, well, that was a movie. <laughs> um, I, I didn't really understand why there were so many subplots going on in this movie. I mean, it's a Star Wars yeah. movie, all right? Linear from start to finish. Let's not recreate the Trade Federation here. Um, mm -hmm. let's not get Red Letter Media involved <laughs> but it just it, coming from 7 which was such a great nostalgic like boost to mm -hmm. the franchise how do you even make this movie like 
and then giving the franchise back to J.J. Abrams. How do you fix this franchise? You, you, nine is going to be either tape and glue and erasing parts of movies like Han shooting first and then <laughs> saying, okay, this, these parts of this movie happened and these parts of this movie was in Luke's head. Luke didn't die. Bring him back for episode nine. I don't know. This is not going to work. It's just so... Yeah. I don't know. I know this is. I'm not talking about that movie anymore. But I, I walked out of that film wondering what I had just watched. I was I was so confused and shocked by what they did. The, the whole subvert my expectations. They did it so much to the point where the movie was terrible. I just <laughs> I just don't know what what you can do really going forward at this point. Um, so Star Wars: The Last Jedi for me is only beating Solo by a hair. It should be both at at level eleven. All right. Mm-hmm. And then we can go to the top eight and actually enjoy some movies. Yeah. 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 So for me, my number nine is Solo. Honestly, I just thought it was kind of a bland movie. Um, it, it didn't, like, offend me the way that The Last Star Wars, The Last Jedi did. Sure. sure. It's crazy that I'm using that term, but I did feel, like, offended. <laughs> um, but it was it was just okay. Uh, I thought the, the Lando character, I thought the, the actor did a really good job actually portraying him, but... They just didn't do much with it. The same thing with the solo. Like they, they show how he gets his name. It's like, I didn't care about that. I didn't care about the parsec run or the, you know, doing eleven parsecs or, oh no, everyone's gonna correct me on that. How many parsecs it actually was, um, but I just it was just, meh. and they tried to set up for like a, a trilogy at the end where they have Darth Maul show up, and the thing is, it's just why didn't you have Darth Maul in the whole time? I really, I know why, because it would ruin the entire canon, which they have no problem doing, you know, courtesy of the Last Jedi. But um, if they had Darth Maul in it, where Han Solo actually interacts with them, he wouldn't have the whole line where he didn't believe in the Force and everything in the original movie. That's true. Um, but I mean, they clearly don't care about canon, so. <laughs> well, let's move Moving on. Moving up to the good movies. <laughs> so my number eight is Episode Two, and. Mostly because I thought episode two, like a, the cinematography of the CGI, just I wasn't that impressed mm-hmm. with it. To be totally honest with you, um, it's kind of like the, like it seems like every single trilogy of Star Wars movies, the second one is just so far off of what the original vision was, and then you come back in the, third, in the third video, <laughs> right? But that's the way I feel about it. Okay, yeah. like the whole thing with him going to El Camino. El Camino. El Camino. Oh my! It goes in the boo, man. Come on. <laughs> I wanted to sound like a total uh, idiot for a second there. No, I, I thought that too was just, and, and then the ending. They bring in the clones, and it's like, well, you know, they're going to be stormtroopers in the future, and mm-hmm. even though they kind of weirded out that canon with Episode Eight, Seven, and Eight, I mean, um, but I don't know. Two is just for me. I can kind of not watch it ever again. I can watch one and three consistently no problem mm-hmm. uh, but two I just I don't ever see myself going back and watching that one that much so it's number eight for me it's a good mm-hmm. movie it's just not not top seven material yeah so Alchemy like Chris out. said uh, all, like these next eight movies are all good movies it, it was kind of hard to rank them honestly but for me the lowest of all eight would be episode one it's not because I don't like the movie I think young Anakin's a little whiny. He's a Bob he's Reza. a low he's a low point of this of the series. However, I do like the pod racing scene. I know that it gets a lot of heat, 
Uh, I, I crack up every time that little alien goes and then blows up. That's so funny. Uh, but I thought that was really cool because it was a good way of showing his connection to Luke because Luke was also a good um, like fighter pilot. And he also has a scene at the end of the movie where he actually has a ship. But a uh, good point where he has to be able to use the force to be able to, fly, to do the pod racing and drive that fast. Um, and then the obviously the duel of the fates with Darth Maul at the end. I mean, hands down, one of the greatest... One of the greatest uh, lightsaber duels, if not the greatest lightsaber duel of the entire series. So, that's the one for me. Double blade of lightsaber. Mm-hmm. All right, this might be controversial I, for me. Going back to that, though, I darn near oh. crap my pants when they he ignited both of those lightsabers when I was a little kid. Because that was the first movie I went and saw in theaters. And he went, yeah. you know, like, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> go on. Okay, so controversial opinion, but... Mm-hmm. I would rank episode five at number seven because I just this episode wildly four, different than mine. Episode <laughs> four was very good, and when I watched episode four, it was episode one. All right, I watched mm-hmm. it pre prequels, okay? Because my sisters were big uh, Star Wars fans, okay? At least one of my sisters. She's got a Vader mug she uses at work every day, so. Uh, that doesn't tell you something, but mm-hmm. so I saw episode four. I don't know if I watched five and six as much, but we definitely watched four quite a few times before I ever saw any other Star Wars movies um, on VHS, nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, five, after watching four like four times as a kid, five was just like, what is this? Like, and hold up, didn't Luke and Leia share a kiss at some point? And, no, they kissed and, twice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, um, but this opens up on uh, Hoth, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. Opens yes, up on they Hoth. don't talk about Luke or Leia being his sister in this movie. No, they don't. Um, and so it opens up with the ATATs, right, coming in Doomsday on Hoth, and I just never bought into the ATATs being legit. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, why would this be the natural evolution of technology? It doesn't make sense, dude. Past technology. What are you talking about? That's it. Long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. Nope, not buying it. <laughs> I just the ATATs for me was like it was like that was the, the loss of the um, immersion for me was seeing those giant legs walking across the ice <laughs> desert. Although I did like um, Luke killing the abominable snowman. <laughs> he does not kill him. He cuts off his arm and like, leaves him alive because he uh, doesn't kill yeah, things he doesn't need to. But he's gonna die. <laughs> He's not gonna He's make fine. it. It cotters the it cotters the uh, wound. It's totally fine. Cotter, uh, I'm sure, sure, sure. Because a one-handed abominable snowman's <laughs> a formidable foe for most creatures yes. on Hoth. Mm-hmm. No, okay, listen. <laughs> but I did like how they had Han go and save him. Mm-hmm. I, I liked a lot of what they did in this movie, and you can never forget the the uh, iconic scene of this movie. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. It's just not my favorite. Okay, I like the movie. It's it's a Star Wars movie. It's just not my favorite. Okay, fair. And then for me, my number seven is Episode Two. Similar reasons to Chris, I thought it was a low point of that trilogy, um, a lower point of that trilogy, because of the love thing. I was gonna like say, hold on, hold on. You already ranked I, one below. I said lower, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, just because of the that love subplot they, they really forced it and it, i didn't buy their on-screen chemistry at all because it didn't exist it doesn't yeah and 
it was weird. But the reason why I do really like this film is because the very end where all the Jedi's are fighting um, and on Geonosis, that was cool. That was cool. Um, and then we get to see Yoda fight for the first time, which is pretty freaking awesome. And you can see him break dancing as a Easter egg. <laughs> yes. But I really love the fact that he fights like a bouncy ball. So he like, bounces off the walls and stuff when he's fighting Count Dooku. Oh, that's so cool. And then Count Dooku was also a pretty cool villain because he has like the cane uh, lightsaber. The mm-hmm. lightsaber hilt is uh, curved. So he's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I, I liked it for, for basically that. Side note. Um, I did kind of enjoy the part where they put Han in the carbonite. Did, mm-hmm. I, say, did I say that right? I think it's carbonite, yeah. Yeah. I, At I least thought, now you put you put that word in my head now, so Yeah, it's, I think that's right. Uh, okay. We'll just we'll just move on. <laughs> I don't want to get the 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 heat of the fan base <laughs> on my on yes. my back for this video. Alright, so now we're on to episode three for me. Mm-hmm. Alright, so this movie to me it just missed the mark in a lot of places, okay? The lightsaber duel at the end, sure, that was awesome. The cinematics, sure, that was awesome. But I just, ugh. You get to start off with Anakin killing off Count Dooku in the beginning. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. And then um, the lightsaber fight, I was expecting General Grievous to be much better foe than he was. And then, yeah. <clears throat> without knowing the background lore, which I found out from Star Wars Theory, why he coughs and he's the machine, mm-hmm. which, never really made sense to me with not knowing that. I just I just felt like there was too many side notes to this movie where if you don't know a whole bunch of extra information from the books like yeah. it's just cinematic, it's cinematically the Clone cool. Wars TV show, yeah. There's just too many side notes to this movie that if you don't watch or view all the content associated with it, you're missing a lot. Um, but on top of that, I just... Padme being pregnant, that whole scene, mm-hmm. and then let's send each of the twins off to a different place. I'm like, wait, why? Like, why? Because they had to be separate to hide them better. It doesn't be it, too much whatever. force concentrated in one area, Chris. Whatever. The midi chlorians. <laughs> that was another thing. That was another reason. All right, why. That was episode one. I know. And they never mentioned it again. Sure, sure, but still, it just yeah. It was the end to a trilogy that started off pretty good. And then kind of got weird off track at number two, like you said, with the love story that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, how does an eighteen-year-old woman fall in love with a nine-year-old boy over time? Uh, okay. I think they actually are supposed to be about the same age, but they're not. Clearly not in the actual films. Yeah, I think they're supposed <laughs> to be. Okay, well that would be better, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. It isn't the case. I just picture this this like eighteen-year-old dating this thirty-year-old. I just get no, it. I think they're only supposed <laughs> to be like a, a couple of years apart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving Baby on to mine. So, number six for me is episode four, the original Star Wars. So, like, you know, originally it was just Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, thumbs down. The thing is that I do really like this film. So, again, this is really hard to rank these movies for these top eight. Um, but the reason why I rank this one here is, I don't know, it just... I know this is terrible, but uh, it's not as actiony as the other movies. <laughs> and that lightsaber duel between Obi Wan and Darth Vader is extremely lame. Because they basically just go, Ch-ch-ch. and then Obi Wan says, "You know, you can strike me down, but I become more powerful than you know you'll ever be, or, or however that line goes." Then he disappears. 
which was cool, but not nearly as cool as the lightsaber uh, duels and the rest of that trilogy and also the prequel trilogy. So that's why it's there. How could you not love... Never mind. Well, I'll talk about it when we get to the next part. Also, wait a second. That's six. You have my thing wrong. Are you sure? That's definitely six. <laughs> Do I have four up far- farther? It's totally fine. So I will renege what I just said. Where do I have four? Oh, yeah, so this makes more, much more sense. I was wondering why this is so low. Okay, this makes way more sense to me now. Okay, so episode six. I'm glad that this is actually here and not episode four. Okay, this makes much more sense to me. So episode six is down this low just because a couple reasons. One, the intro of this movie makes no sense. So Luke is really pompous when he's talking to Jawa, yep. and he is kind of an ass. So, mm. I said add. Okay. Hot and dance. then he um, also at the end I don't I don't really the Ewoks are fine but they're not the best just because it seems kind of ridiculous that the Ewoks are taking down what's supposed to be the greatest unit in the Galactic Empire. ATST. Um, yeah, it's it's you really have to suspend your disbelief for that. And I still enjoy the movie a lot, so don't get me wrong. Like I, I go through this movie and I enjoy every second of it. But when you really stop to think about it and compare it to the other movies. This one just doesn't hold up. So I'm really glad this was here. because I was about to comment, why does he have the green lightsaber in that picture? Because <laughs> he doesn't have that lightsaber in the fourth movie. I was but, confused yeah. why the Emperor was in the background. <laughs> hey, yeah. dyslexia strikes again, okay? That's yeah. why I read, I read IV instead of VI. Yep. All right. So for all the same reasons, it's not my top, no, top movie. All right. Um, the ending with the Ewoks... I mean, I saw it when I was a kid, right? You ever, you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? And Barney <laughs> Stinson says, you know the age of a woman based on if she loves or hates the Ewoks. <laughs> uh, I love yeah. the Ewoks, so you know what my age is. <laughs> yeah, and apparently you're also a woman. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Cliffhanger. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked it. Um, I also disliked some aspects of it, like why did Yoda have to like fall asleep forever? Um, <laughs> why did he not just... Like the Darth Vader thing where he's like facing himself but he's actually facing I didn't like yeah. that from the training aspect where he's like going yeah. underground and he fights Darth Vader it's like, he goes what? into the force cave and he's fighting his inner demon man did you not see that? I, I did okay listen so I what I like that's the best, his path that he's fighting against because he's supposed to become Darth Vader look listen don't <laughs> talk alright this is my segment yes it's true what and I, I also did, ranked it lower than you so <laughs> well let me right. talk. I have an important thing to say, okay? What I like about this movie, the the biggest redemption in this movie, in my opinion, is when Darth Vader throws the Emperor down the shaft instead of letting his son do that. And I think that was because when he killed Count Dooku, it changed him forever. Mm-hmm. I think that he did not want Luke to suffer that same fate. So he took the Emperor down. And it was the prophecy... Right, so it all lines up. It makes one, two, and three make more sense that Darth Vader actually killed the Emperor. Yeah, but then they screwed it up by releasing seven. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, well, not releasing seven. They screwed up by what seems to be the leaks for Episode Nine. No, what I'm saying is that they screwed up the Sith being the prophecy of the Sith being removed yeah. from the galaxy by releasing seven. Mm-hmm. So well, bringing balance to the Force. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. So your turn. My my five is Rogue One. I honestly really enjoyed this movie. 
uh, I thought it was really an interesting way of showing the gray areas of the resistance because the I can't remember his name, but the main guy character um, ends up shooting the informant right in the very beginning of the movie. So you right away realize he's kind of a dark dude. Um, and I like really like the uh, main female character. Obviously, the is a K two. I realize that I should know. Is K2SO? Is that the robot's name? That sounds right. He's awesome. Let's go with it. I, I like Alan. I think it's Alan Trudick is the actor yeah, that that's voices right. him. That's right. Uh, his little quips are hilarious to me. Oh, yeah. He's the funniest <laughs> um, robot in the series. And the thing is, when he sacrifices himself at the end, oh my gosh, I actually like got a little bit emotional at that over a robot. Um, and the fact that they all die at the end was really a really nice way of wrapping up the movie. And that Darth Vader scene was quite possibly the coolest scene. I'm, this is going to be controversial. might have been the coolest scene of any Star Wars movie. That was so cool. <laughs> I think they, they spawned this movie from a one-liner from Episode 4 where like they, they got the plans for the Death Star. And mm-hmm. the guy, I, think, I think if I remember correctly, the line is something along the lines of, a lot of people died to get these plans. No, that was, that was the second Death Star. So, oh, okay. okay. Yep. Yeah. But they do, they actually do fill a plot hole from that first movie of why is there such a terrible structural defect of the Death Star. That's and true. they fill this in because it's actually, it was put there on purpose so they, the resistance could blow it up. That does make a lot more sense than, you know, trying to, all the fan theories from years ago. Mm-hmm. Ready to move on? Yes. All right, so my number four, Star Wars The Force Awakens. As you'll see throughout this series, I enjoy the first part of all the trilogies the best. <laughs> um, but number four for me is the, the Force Awakens, which to, it was all kind of like uh, same reason that I would rank Jurassic World below the original Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. It tripped me on a lot of nostalgia, and I loved it. But <laughs> the planet being a freaking Death Star. <laughs> come yeah. on, come on. You, you, like really, the whole planet. We couldn't. Mm-hmm. We had the Death Star. Then we had the second Death Star. Now we got Death Planet. Like, what are you gonna do next? Death Sun. Yeah. Star Wars Episode Ten. Yeah, the well, Death I mean, Sun. They already did that with the Death Star, Chris. I'm just saying. That would be technically, I mean, the okay, sun. okay, 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 fine, <laughs> fine, 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 fine. But but it's small. It's a small star. It's like a dwarf star, right? Now we're talking yeah. like a. Like, a, what's the next size of the You're right. They think it's the size of a moon, and it goes to the size of a planet. I understand, and the size of a, an actual star. I understand the, what you're... The, I was just giving the you a comment time. is, that's no moon. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the Death Planet's bigger than the Death Star 1 or 2. And then, on top of that, um, we're going to be seeing, what is it, a red giant? It'll be the red giant, so <laughs> the, the Death Giant. Yes. yes. <laughs> so that, that tripped me up. And then... How does Ray magically have amazing lightsaber powers? That never made sense to me. How does the other so guy? So this one up? makes sense because I actually explain it. Hold on, let me have my talk. Okay, fine. They don't give you any context as to how she has that power. Okay, mm-hmm. in this movie, so that just tripped me up a little bit. And then her her counterpart, the star uh, stormtrooper that took off his helmet and decided to join the rebel force or whatever resistance or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call yourselves nowadays. Um, how does he pick up a lightsaber and actually use it? That never made sense to me. I thought lightsabers were reserved for the Jedi. No, Han Solo picks it up, man. I know. 
So you're wrong. And also, Grievous also had lightsabers. So there is that. There's, an, ex- there's an explanation for Grievous, mm-hmm. okay? But in general, life, life, lightsaber skills. How do they have lightsaber skills? He doesn't get his butt kicked. Kind of. He gets trapped up the back, man. Are you talking about Han Solo or the counterpart? No, uh, we're talking about um, Finn. 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 Yeah, Finn. Yeah. Anyways, you can tell I don't love this movie, but I did like it. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it twice, maybe three. My wife doesn't like Star Wars, okay? So I haven't watched Star Wars in a while. Mm-hmm. She come over, man. We watch it all day long. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, so what I liked about this movie, what they did good, was um, I really enjoyed the nostalgia boosts from the Death Planet, from uh, kind of like the Ray coming from a Tatooine-like planet, um, those kinds of things. What I didn't like was, why is Han Solo dead? <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> um, yeah, well... Should have... should No, I can't make that joke. That would be a horrible joke. Don't mind. Um... I, I, I don't know. And then splitting up Han and Leia, why? Mm-hmm. Didn't need to do that. Why isn't the Millennium Falcon in Han Solo's possession? That was that's stolen. I don't care. It was dumb. Um, and then you got your cheap, 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 cheap R two D two. Yeah. BB eight time I've ever. So I don't know. It was good. And then you got the cheap knockoff Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And then Snoke. Why introduce him as like an emperor replacement just to kill him off in the next? Hey, movie? you can't compare this movie. With, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm saying why introduce him in this movie at all? Yeah, well, I mean, it was great when he first introduced him, and then they ruined it. Watch out! Watch out! It's low for me. Okay, but th- that's my complaints. A lot of them <laughs> stem from Episode Eight, but I didn't like them killing off the original characters, the ones that they did. I also <laughs> just didn't like Death Planet. It's like why. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true. Fair points. Go ahead. All right, so four. This is a proper location for episode four. I was I was confused, but I was going to defend it. And <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, so episode four again for what I said before. Uh, it's not as actiony as the other ones, but it does set up one of the greatest stories ever told, uh, at least through film. Um, and I don't know this one of those, I don't know, it's just a classic story of, you know, the guy's, you know, fulfilling the legacy of what he thought his father was. He's picking up the lightsaber, which is kind of like Excalibur. Um, he's fighting, like, a knight, and he's fighting off the evil knight, and it's, it's very cool. And he has, you know, it, it's very much like an Arth- uh, Arthurian legend to have, um, oh, I can't think of the, what is the wizard in King Merlin, Arthur? Merlin. Merlin. Yeah, so you have Merlin. How do you not know Arthur. I do know it, I just couldn't think of it. And then uh, you have, like, whatever the evil counterpart to Arthur is. So it's it's very cool. No, and also it introduces Darth Vader, which is one of the coolest villains of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Mufasa with a dark suit. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I really do like this film. I've watched it so many times. Uh, but it's not quite as high as on my list as the other ones that are coming up. Hey, they had X-Wing fighters for the first time, okay? That's true. Yes, that's true. And I had a replica of that, and that was one of my favorite toys growing up. All right, my controversial opinion here. <laughs> Number three, all right, episode one. All the bad acting aside in this movie, all the bad <laughs> writing aside, I love this movie, okay? And it, the, the, the flow of this movie doesn't even make sense. You got the Trade Federation. 
and then storylines like okay and then like they got this blockade going because some mm-hmm. robed figure told them to and they're working with him to take over all trade in the galaxy I guess you know take over Naboo mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> but it set up one of the best storylines the best storyline in this in this first three episodes in my opinion is Palpatine mm-hmm I, I, it, it's supposed to be this, the Vader movie, but it's not. Like to me, it's all about how Palpatine manipulated his way to become the Emperor, which is yeah, it's crazy. Because he used scare tactics, starting with Episode One, right? Then he got amassed an army to take down all the scary things that people were scared of, mm-hmm. and then he took over full control by yeah, taking he, down the Jedi. Yep, consolidates all the power. So the trilogy is about Palpatine. It's not about Darth Vader. No, it really isn't. It's it's and this movie set it up so well for me because you think he's the good guy, but he's yep. not. And it's that's the best character in the whole first three movies is Palpatine. And this mm-hmm. movie really sold it for me that he was the good guy. And then seeing two and three, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is not so good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, the pod racing scene, nothing can beat that. And then I love the Naboo starfighter going up and taking down a trade federation ship just really echoed uh, episode four tactics taking on the death star. Like you were saying, it really reminded me of Luke having that mm-hmm. natural ability to drive and fly. So, yep, I liked it. And it had Obi-Wan introduced as Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Who is, in my mind, the actual Obi-Wan, but, yeah, he's the, he's the highlight of that trilogy for sure. At least in my opinion, him, him and Palpatine, best acting in the trilogy. Yeah, I well, I mean, it's the same Palpatine from the last from it uh, episode six. It is, but Palpatine is like the best. It, that is the best transformation in my opinion. It's so good. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so my number three is uh, episode seven. I just I really enjoyed how this film this film was shot. It really laid heavy on the nostalgia. It's essentially a complete retread of uh, A New Hope. But, I I mean, I enjoy that. I understand why they did it. They want to recapture that feeling of seeing that first movie for all the original viewers. And and then the new viewers, there's enough in there to, you know, for new people. And also it introduces people to the whole, you know, series. So I understand where they're just trying to make that jumping off point. We don't need to talk about what happens after this movie. But um, I really love the new characters that they introduced. I thought Ray was a really strong character, really well written. Same thing with Finn. Same thing with uh, Kylo. I know everyone says he's the emo Darth Vader, but yeah. the thing is, I really enjoyed that about him. I enjoyed his little freakouts. I enjoyed him like when his face contorts because he has so much pain. And you can see, I feel like Adam Driver really relays the fact that he is a uh, conflicted character really well. And, you know, Darth Vader was you know, really set in his ways until the very end. So, like, there was no uh, conflict when he was killing everybody. Um, and then, uh, I, I, like, Luke was always the good guy. There was really never that much conflict. So seeing, you know, Ray kind of dip into the, you know, to the dark side a little bit was cool. Then seeing Kylo, you can see him fighting with the light side the whole time, which was great. Um, reason why it's not higher on this list is... The fact that, you know, Ray beats Kylo at the end, which was annoying. However, Kylo didn't get shot in the stomach with uh, Chewie's crossbow bolt, which 
uh, moments before is blowing up other people. So the fact that he just absorbed that like a beast, I mean, basically that's why he's so wounded for that fight. And then if you actually read the novelization, they did, they explain it why why she was able to beat him in that moment, which I thought they were going to lay in heavy onto the next movie, which they didn't. So what actually happened was uh, Snoke actually does his little like force manipulation, where he actually uses her as a conduit in that moment, and that's how he she beats Kylo. Hmm. Um, and she also dips into the the uh, dark side, and also Kylo isn't expecting that. He he's trying he's not trying to hurt her in that moment. So he gets taken by surprise, essentially, that Snoke... And it's Snoke overpowering him, not her. Um, but they don't explain in the movie, so I thought they were going to explain in the next movie. They don't. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they do kill off Han Solo, which is a traumatic moment. Oh, yeah. However, Han Solo, the actor Harrison Ford, wanted to die every movie so that he finally got his wish. <laughs> um, and now you, now you the can thing make Indiana Jones 6. Yeah. Uh, they the thing is, if they had paid that off and there was actually a reason for that going forward, that scene would have made would have been so great because it really hits you right in that moment. You're not expecting it. You think that Kylo's gonna give up his lightsaber and then he suddenly ignites it and kills him. Um, so I mean, within that film, it works really well in my opinion. So that's why it's number three for me. Okay. Star Killer is stupid though. <laughs> that is a dumb name. Yep. Um. Isn't it? What's the name? It's, from, it's uh, the name of the Force Awakened, the Force Unleashed guy. But I just meant the concept of no, no, of no, the no, no, base. no, no. I meant um, what is the uh, what's the name of the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy? What does he call himself? Star Lord. Star Lord. That's right. That's right. I kept I kept mixing that up in my head. I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Why are you why are you calling out Marvel? This <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Um, <clears throat> so this might be controversial, but the second best <laughs> Star Wars movie in the entire legacy of Star Wars, for my opinion, is Rogue One. And my wife would disagree with me. She would say it's the best one. <laughs> but just from, like, even if you didn't watch any other Star Wars movie in the entire the entire franchise, this is just a good movie. This is just a great movie. Start to finish. I never felt like you could you could just pick this up, pick this up watch it with no context of Star Wars, and enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the real test in my mind is take away all of your fandom, all your nostalgia, and watch one of these movies, and then if you still think it's a good movie, minus the nostalgia and fandom in your in your head, then it's a good movie. And this this movie passes that test with flying colors because my wife liked it. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and the storyline is, is based on a throwaway line from another movie, right? And it's, it's not even the right movie. <laughs> Apparently, because in my head, I always thought that was, that line was in episode four, but it's actually in episode five, five yeah. which is unfortunate because that was going to be my whole argument here. But um, I liked it because it explains why the Death Star was so easily taken down. I liked the fact that the characters were all personable; y'all had um, their own personalities, and the two guys. One second. <sighs> The forces, uh, I'm the force. The forces with me. I, it was just, yeah. it was comically hilarious, that part. Yeah. But it was so cool how he walks through all the gunfire and yep. he's able to. Yeah, that's so cool. The droid, the droid was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I the only throwaway part of this whole movie, in my opinion, was uh, <sighs> Whitaker's character. Yeah. I just didn't feel like he belonged in this movie. Like he, he was there and he was kind of there, and then it's like he just dies. Like, what was the point? 
<laughs> like mm-hmm. they could have just explained that away, like, oh, he took care of her for a little while, and then that was it. That they didn't need the second part of that where they went in and that creepy thing got on that guy's head. And mm. well, I think that scene made sense because it kind of showed to the, what level he was willing to go. Um, but I think there is clearly a huge chunk of the movie that they cut off or cut out with Whitaker's character. That's what I mean. Explaining why he's in there. <laughs> um, but if anybody yeah. ever tries to tell me that they don't have a good, strong female character in a Star Wars movie, I will point to this one every single time. Because yep. this is like one of the best female characters in the Star Wars universe. Literally mm-hmm. one of the best. And the payoff, like you said, when the guy, you know, ignite the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And then it's like Leia's in the background. It's like, oh my god. And then I had to go watch episode four as soon as I saw the yep. end of this movie. Immediately it fits in pretty it. well, actually. It does. It fits, it's yeah. a perfect transition between three and four. I don't know how you could do a better movie than this between three and four. Mm-hmm. And the, everybody dying at the end is such a tragic but heroic ending to a movie. Yes. It was good. It was really good. That's all I got to say. It was, it was one of the best cinematic... <laughs> like. You could literally just hand this to anybody that doesn't even watch Star Wars, and they would probably like it. Yeah, I agree. All right, so for me, my number two is Episode Three. I know this is probably really high on the list for most people, um, but in all honesty, like even with the terrible acting and the terrible plot lines in this uh, in this original trilogy, or not originally, but the prequel trilogy, having Anakin pit against his master Obi Wan and it's like brother against brother, essentially, it was it was so. This is so great, and you feel so much for these characters, and it's it's really sad. But the the fighting and like the way it's shot, like with the lava, it's really cool. <laughs> and this, the score is really good. And then you have it juxtaposed with uh, Yoda fighting Palpatine, which is great. Um, and overall, I think this was by far the high point of that trilogy. Um, I thought it was really action packed from start to finish. Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> Uh, there are a couple little points. One, I thought it was really dumb how he this suddenly becomes Vader. Uh, they could have built it up a lot more than that. Um, also, like the name Darth Vader, he just kind of like come like Palpatine comes up with on the spot, which is kind of dumb. He's just like, <gasps> "You are now Darth Vader." <laughs> it's like, come on, that's dumb. Uh, and what happened with the way that Mace Windu goes out is also just that sucks. <laughs> Mace Windu is a cool character, and they just it's, didn't they did him dirty in this film. Um, Pal, or, uh, Padme was also just kind of a worthless character in this, and have, she dies of a broken heart, which was dumb. They should have had it where Anakin accidentally like actually kills her with his lightsaber or something, or even Obi Wan accidentally kills her, because then they could really cement that hatred that Anakin has. Um, but you know, we get to see Darth Vader again. Uh, at the very end of this, which was really cool. We get to see them constructing the, the uh, Death Star at the end, which was awesome. Um, yeah. I think I think this was a good end to that trilogy. Honestly, I think I think what they should have done was said that the the force required to have those children should have killed her. Yeah. You know, the midi-chlorians that they stole mm-hmm. from her body. Yeah, that would have been interesting. That would have been a cool way of going with it. Or, I, I've rewritten this movie a lot in my head, and I think just having where... You know, he goes and kills all those youngins, youngins, younglings, <laughs> uh, which was just so terrible. But it also ends up being one of the coolest scenes because after that, and after he kills the trade federation people, um, and 
is it Mustafar? No. What planet is he in at the end? Is it Mustafar? Mustafar. Uh, he turns at the camera and you can see the yellow Sith eyes, which I thought was one of the coolest scenes that they shot. Um, and it really shows how far he has fallen for this. He, he wants to save Padme and he ends up not being able to do it. It's very tragic. Mm-hmm. So he, he gives up everything. He throws everything away for a lie. Yeah, I had a hard time still believing this love story, even after episode two. So Yeah. Yeah, you just had to go with it. <laughs> All right. So, number one. Episode mm-hmm. four, and uh, you know I only have to say one thing. All right, without episode four, this whole franchise doesn't exist. So, True. <clears throat> without number four, you don't get Rogue One. Without number four, you don't get five or six. It's just, and you don't have to see any of the other movies to enjoy this one. All right, there's no setup. There's no. It's all there, start to mm-hmm. finish. This movie is a complete movie on its own. There's no cliffhangers. There's no continuation. This movie could have been on its own by like. Just that. That was it. I think that was the original intention was we don't know if we're going to make any other movies after this, so let's mm-hmm. make this one complete, start to finish, make it make sense. And then the only real <laughs> the only real complaint I have is the same as everybody else is that end scene where they're walking up, everybody's clapping, and it's like, yeah, but that wouldn't really, like, this doesn't no. make any sense. And it, without all the music and the pomp and circumstance going on there, like, that scene is kind of weird. Yeah, and uh, Chewie doesn't get a medal. You saved the galaxy. Chewie gets nothing. They don't acknowledge him. It's terrible. But the but the lead up to everything, like the force, and he shoots the perfect bullet through the, the mm-hmm. shaft and destroys the Death Star, and Vader gets flung out into space. <laughs> it does. That's hilarious. But it's kind of funny. And who knows where the Emperor is at the time that this is going on. Fun little fact, the Emperor in the original movie was actually played by a woman yes (laughs) going forward it was always played by the same guy uh, that played Palpatine in the trilogy Mm -hmm. which I can't think of his name off the top of my head but yeah I mean this movie is just so great it's iconic it's one of the movies it's a classic movie Mm -hmm. Um, and there's so many spoofs of Star Wars that came out (laughs) after this like yeah Star Uh, well not a spoof but um uh, yeah, you do have Starship Troopers, which is not the same. I don't know why I was mm-hmm. going to talk about that one, but you also have uh, Spaceballs, yes, which is great. I think yeah. did they ever make Spaceballs too? I don't know. I don't think they did. Uh, but just so many things have come out after Star Wars. Star Wars was like the lead-in for all these movies to come out. Yeah, well, it changed uh, popular culture. It did. You go, Will. Give me your number all one. All right, so number one for me is Episode Five. And I think everyone knows why. It's that amazing twist at the end where Darth Vader is Luke's dad. So the thing is, I actually watched this trilogy the way it was meant to be watched. So, you know, the original Star Wars through that first trilogy, and then I watched the prequel trilogy. Uh, Even though, you know, I was young when the prequel trilogy was actually coming out, so that would be considered, you know, my Star Wars, if you will. Uh, So it blew my freaking mind (laughs) when... Uh, you learn that Darth Vader is Luke's dad, and Luke gets his butt kicked in this movie, which I think is so cool because it's a, such a the whole trilogy is such a good hero story mm-hmm. because you you really build up the Luke character in the first one. Like he, he is able to use the Force so effectively, he blows up the Death Star, and he's so he, you know in the beginning of the fifth movie he or fifth movie the fifth episode he uh, is 
training with Yoda, which is really cool. That was a, I like that sequence. And also Yoda is such a weird character, but I, I mm-hmm. loved him as a kid and I still love him. And then he shows up Luke. Like um, Luke, you know, has no confidence. He can't lift the uh, the uh, Tie Fighter out of the not Tie Fighter, the uh, X Wing out of the swamp. And Yoda just like shows him up and just goes whoop and just <laughs> drops him down. Yeah, <laughs> like almost no effort. It's great. And then so you know he goes <laughs> to that training sequence and you think that you know he says he's got to go save his friends and there's a whole backstabbing scene with uh, Cal- uh, Lando Calrissian. Which again, that was also another twist I wasn't expecting at the time. Uh, you get to see a really cool force power where Darth Vader stops the uh, laser bolts with his hand, which you see again with Kylo Ren in Episode Seven. Uh, and then you know you have that one of the coolest fight scenes ever, where Luke is fighting Darth Vader, and he just again Darth Vader just mops the floor with him, and that's that's not supposed to happen. Luke's the uh, hero. What's like you know Luke can't lose. And then at the end, he does. He gets his hand chopped off, and he falls down a shaft. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, again, tap, yep. you get delivered this crazy news that, you know, the ultimate bad guy of all time is actually the hero's dad, which, you know, at the time was novel. Like, now that it gets repeated all the time. Oh, yeah. But at the time, that was a big deal. And then he loses the fight. So that's a that's a dark movie. Um, but I thought it took a lot of risks, and I, I think it's... Is, is really done start to finish. There wasn't, there was no like Ewok scene. There was no, uh, you know, there was no weird love triangle scene <laughs> or triangle. There was no love weird love angle. Uh, he does kiss his sister, which is you know unfortunate. <laughs> but uh, he and the one thing is that his face does change. Do you know why his face looks so different between episode four and five? He grew up. No. So he actually had a, a car wreck, and he had plastic surgery on his face. What? So that's the, although uh, George Lucas denies it, that's the whole reason for that Wampa scene where he fights the Yeti, hmm. and he cuts his face because they're trying to cover up the fact that his face is completely different from episode four and five, hmm. between four and five. Yeah. Anyway, I love that movie. I like. If I had to rewatch one of those movies, and the only one I was allowed to rewatch, I would watch that one. Uh, for me, it'd be four or one. Well, obviously, I see your ranking, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's it. All right. Purely well, now, subjective. Now that we've made a forty-five minute video again, <laughs> similar to the Halo rankings. Yes. Um, make sure you share this video on uh, Photo Bucket, and uh, <laughs> put it on Pinterest. Pinterest and uh, Yelp. Give us a Yelp review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please like this video. Share it on your social media. Comment down below and subscribe to the podcast. If you survive 46 minutes of us talking, 47 yes. now, you obviously can survive a couple more minutes and watch a couple more videos. So subscribe. Yes. As always, I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And we will see you on the next Grillcast. This is the Krillcast. <laughs> I'm Chris. And I'm Will.
And uh, what's today, Will? Today, throwback oh, that's Thursday. Mine. That's mine. Hold on. Throwback Thursday. No, I'm not going to do that again. I like how you ask me a question I answer and you get mad at me for answering it. Yeah, I told you, <laughs> I told you to stop. I told you to stop. So we do throwbacks, okay? Mm-hmm. So instead of picking a particular throwback, we're just going to throw back to all the beautifully awesome canceled Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. And uh, the current canceled C-3PO campaign going on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think there might be something like that. I thought I saw something on Twitter, but I don't really pay attention to that. So we're not going to get into that. Um, the most famous one recently, uh, before I talk, get into that, I'm going to tell you guys to like this video, comment on yes. this video, subscribe to our podcast. We're trying to get to hundred subscribers by the end of the year. We need 28 more to go. Um, also, uh, share this video on social media, you know, put it on, uh, Atari age. <laughs> I don't know. Reddit search or whatever. Vote. Mm-hmm minds.com whatever one of those ones um so the most famous one of recent memory is star wars 1313 which ended in the deletion of a studio va was it visceral yeah, i believe so and uh it's super unfortunate because now seeing jedi fallen order and all of its success i think a single player star wars game had a big place in the franchise right now what do you think will yeah i think I think, especially now, this kind of game is something that the franchise really needs. So it's a dark, gritty game. It doesn't center around a uh, Jedi or a Sith. It's more of the underbelly of uh, Star Wars, and your kind of fighting is like it's almost like a bounty hunter esque type character. Um, and it's something that I mean, can you name a single game that's out right now that's like that? No. <laughs> Didn't they release, uh, re-release Bounty Hunter? Yeah, well, I mean, they could do that. <laughs> But uh, this, this looked like it was an interesting concept, and it was just too creative for the, uh, you know, the Disney acquisition. They didn't, they looked at it, didn't know how to monetize it, so they canceled it. Another That's, game, yeah, another really sad game for me. And Will knows what I'm going to next. Although after reading what this new Emperor game is, I'll just read the synopsis. Okay, this would have yeah, been this, a cool this game. This sounds cool. Set in the time period between between or immediately after the original trilogy an internally produced LucasArts game from the late 1990s. So this would have been like <laughs> Windows or DOS. So DW Relive could have covered it. Uh, didn't make it very far in the development process, but had a can't-miss concept. With the death of Sheev Palpatine, the Empire needs to appoint a new Emperor. Obviously, the Rebel Alliance doesn't want to want that to go off without a hitch. So they send everybody's favorite protocol droid, C-3PO, in as a spy to extract information. The project was intended to combine CGI and live action on blue screens. Which seems like a strange choice, but could have been cool. Alright. And Dark Squadron was uh, like the Emperor's side version of Rogue Squadron. So it would have been cool Very playing cool. as TIE yeah. Fighters. But the one I care about the most. And I think I've brought this up at least ten times. Mm-hmm. Knights of the Old Republic 3. Alright. This game could have blown the doors off of anything else we got. From the entire Star Wars franchise of video games. I don't think anything in my mind is as good as Knights of the Republic. And the fact that they're not canon anymore gives me no hope that this will ever happen. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still hopeful. I, I really hope that this third one comes out. Maybe Disney will wake up one day and say, you know what? We have this franchise that's been sitting dormant for like 20 years now. <laughs> hmm. Who can we give this to? Oh, look. EA has Bioware, the company that originally did this. Or, Probably. let's say, uh, 
Microsoft has Obsidian. <laughs> or just Bioware. Yeah, I, I, I realized Bioware started it. But Obsidian did too, and they didn't finish too, so I'm not really... I don't know, we'll see. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Night's Little Republic 3, alright? Don't give me this Old Republic Online crap, alright? I don't want to play an MMO. I want a start-to-finish single-player Star Wars game with RPG mechanics, mm-hmm. okay? So That's here's a question for you, though. Would you want it to maintain the same fighting mechanics where you have, like, the slot um, system, or do you want it to be, like, like an action RPG? If, it, if they changed it to be, like, Mass Effect, I'd be fine with that. But okay. not Andromeda. <laughs> we can forget that thing ever happened, mm-hmm. okay? But here's the thing. This was, like, the game that kick-started BioWare's negotiation, social, moral, bar-style games, all right? Without Night's Lord Republic... You don't get Mass Effect 1, 2, 3. Alright? You don't get Dragon Age. Um, you don't get Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get... Um, what's that game I gave you? Oh, Jade Empire. Jade Empire. You don't get Jade Empire either. Alright? So without that, you don't get the style system. You don't get this morality mm-hmm. compass. You don't get this stylistic choices type games that actually impact the story, alright? This is the game where they originally did it. So, I think we're at a prime point in the franchise of Star Wars that once they release 9, you need a bright spot. Give us Knights of the Old Republic 3. Make the timeline canon again. Mm-hmm. Give us back our favorite Star Wars. My favorite Do Star it. Wars. My favorite Star Wars. I'm not going to talk for Will. No, I I would be so for this. I'd be so pumped if they made a Kotar, Kotar three. Yes, that would be great. So, so I would other... prefer with action RPG elements, though. Like, I, I I know some people who are huge fans of the series would be very upset with that, with that comment. But just for an honorable mention that we were potentially going to talk about mm-hmm. Battle of the Sith Lords. Just this picture of Darth Maul makes me want to play it, all right? So yeah. here's, here's the thing. It says, if you were around for the prequels, you remember how much Darth Maul got hyped up in the marketing for Episode One, only to get his butt beat by Obi-Wan and never return to the big screen. Well, until Solo, almost 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Eh, don't count it. Not canon. <laughs> I'm <just> <laughs> yeah, I'm totally fine with that. The character remained popular despite all this, because he looks so cool, all right? Yeah, and he had a double lightsaber. That yeah. was so cool. So there's a game they were working on, by Redfly for the PS2 and the Wii. That's an odd combination of systems. Mm-hmm. Um, Battle of the Sith Lords, which will let players control a dual blade lightsaber wielder in a combat centered adventure that would bring him into conflict with numerous characters from the expanded universe. Very The project cool. was shuttered after Disney's purchase of Lucasfilm. Of course it was. <laughs> of course. And there's Untitled Chewbacca game, not to get confused with Untitled Goose game. <laughs> Just walk around like a Wookiee going. Exactly. Well, he has a cool crossbow uh, gun, so... I was joking, because Untitled Goose Game... I know what it is. (laughs) And then there's Star Wars Outpost, which looks like a mobile version of Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds, which actually Mm -hmm. did come out, so... In the history of Star Wars, there's been a lot of good games that never came out. Yep, and another one that doesn't seem to be mentioned here is uh, Republic Commando 2. Oh, there was one? Yeah. There was supposed to be one, I mean? Yeah, there was. I am disappointed that they're probably not going to make that game. I would really like to see the the old one uh, remastered, and then uh, a second one come out. That'd be cool. 
Oh yeah, yeah it, was supposed, right. it was supposed to pick up after Order sixty six, and the uh, this squad like disobeys that command. So, huh. cool. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, lots of canceled Star Wars games over the years. A lot of stuff yeah. that could have come out that didn't. Thank you, Disney. <laughs> that's, well, some that's, of those weren't Disney. Some no, no, of no. those weren't Disney's fault. That's the end. Well, thank you, Disney. <laughs> that's it. Right. That's the end. All right. Thank you, Mickey Mouse. If you like this video. Please comment down below. Please mm-hmm. like this video. Please subscribe to the podcast and share it on uh, fandom.disney.com. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to go to the Mickey Jail. As always, I'm Chris, and I'm Will, and we will see you in Disney World. Here we are. It's like one in the morning. We're recording Phantom <laughs> Fridays. Yes. <laughs> um, we're going to be recommending space games that are not Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And not Halo. I got to limit myself. Oh, good good call. Good call. Mm-hmm. Not Halo. So I got to actually look and find one while you tell us about yours. Okay. Time. I got to see because Chris was not prepared clearly. He's going to make this crap up. <laughs> So my two recommendations are Dead Space 2 and Alien Isolation. Both of these games you probably already played because they're very popular. However, they are great. (laughs) Both very creepy. Uh, Dead Space really freaks me out with the necromorphs. Um, It's very visceral. Like The uh, kill animations when they actually kill you are super bloody and terrifying. It's a little bit more action-y than the first game, which I enjoy. Um, not everyone did, but uh, look at that. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's actually made by Visceral Games, which is kind of funny. Um, and then for Alien Isolation, this game if you're looks a fan, beautiful. Is, is really good. And it, the mechanics are a lot of fun. Uh, I ended up getting it free for uh, Games with Gold one month, and that's how I played it. Hmm. Um, and then Alien Isolation is also obviously a space based game. If you're a fan of the Alien franchise, you have to get it. It really puts you in... It makes you feel like you're in that first movie where you're kind of, like, sneaking around. You can't, like, directly attack the alien. Um, you really have... You're trying to avoid it at all costs. And when it finds you, oh, my gosh. It's scary. <laughs> How did you not recommend Star Fox 64? Because I just now thought I remember that game existed. <laughs> my third game I recommend, Star Fox 64... My favorite game on the N64, outranking Donkey Kong and uh, nope. Mario. It, it definitely does for me. I love Star Fox 64. Anyway, what are your recommendations, Chris? So, I have a couple of uh, I have a couple of good recommendations, Will. And I, my games are older than yours, so. Okay, well they don't count then. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to recommend Galaga. Oh, of course you are. <laughs> I love Galaga. Galaga is fun. That is a classic. And it is a space game. I actually thought of this immediately when you said non-Star Wars space games. Like, oh, I'm recommending Galaga. Mm-hmm. So, that one. I love Galaga. It's one of the best 
uh, arcade games ever made. Yeah. Like OG arcade games, right? Mm-hmm. Not just like any arcade game ever. But um, and then there's Battletoads. You know, Battletoads is pretty great. Is that in space? Yeah. Uh, Have you I never seen no the intro? I never realized that was in space. Look, stars. You oh, see, that does, I'll, that I'll, does no, 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 hold on, hold on. You'll see, you'll see. Just hold on. I'll let you. I'll let you watch it through. To them. All right, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching. Look at that spaceship. And I stand corrected. I had no idea. <laughs> They're wearing spacesuits, dude. I, I honestly, I don't know how I never put this together. I'm thoroughly confused. <laughs> and then the funny thing is they're not wearing it in the animation after they just got the ship. Mm-hmm. But no, it's an alien planet. Yep, it's uh, it's got lots of robots and stuff. Battletoads mm-hmm. is awesome, and they're making a new one. So yeah, definitely are you excited for the new one? I am cautiously excited because Rare is not the same Rare that made this. Yeah. So we'll see. It's also technically not being made by Rare, but... Don't even tell me that. I'll never play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's being overseen by Rare, but it um, is another studio. Well, the Stamper Brothers were part of the creation of this, so you can't mm-hmm. capture... I mean, the Stamper Brothers would work 16-hour days, you know, every mm-hmm. day, and they expected all their employees to do the same. That's why they were so successful, because they spent so much time doing games. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a third game. I'm trying to remember what it was that I wanted to recommend. Um, what was it? <sighs> struggling. Struggling well. <laughs> I thought for sure you are going to recommend Mass Effect, but maybe that's... I've already done that. I, yeah. I, I don't want to recommend it again. Whoa, I didn't even know you could get that flying thing. That is cool. Yeah, I didn't know they were in space, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, like, struggling to remember what this third game was. Oh, man. Chris can never say anything about me not being prepared ever again. (laughs) I'm sorry. I had had it, and then I I, I recommended Galaga. I was like, oh, I got to recommend Battletoads. And there's Mm -hmm. this third one. I'm like, oh, yeah, and there's this one. And then I'm like, what was the third one? This is bad. This is really bad. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Um, I had it. I swear I had it. What was it? Oh. Borderlands. Oh, Borderlands, yeah. But I'm only going to recommend the Telltale Borderlands. Because I love the Telltale. I'm not a huge fan of the gunplay in Borderlands, even though I know a lot of people love it. Mm-hmm. I know it's really tight, and I think it's... I, I, I like the gunplay. It's just not my favorite. But Tales from the Borderlands is just epic. It's so good. Like, the storyline in that game is just fantastic. And I... Anybody that wants to argue with me, they're wrong. Sorry. <laughs> and seeing Handsome Jack back in the digital flesh was amazing. Yeah. So... Yeah, I have no comment, and I have that's the only one I haven't played. So it's it's so cheap. You just need to go get it. It's like four dollars. You play through it in twelve hours. Boom. Mm. But it's it's really good. It's probably one of the best Telltale games. I like that one a lot, and I liked um, Wolf Among Us a lot. Yeah, I really like the Walking Dead Telltale day. I feel like Walking Dead, you'll definitely like the two I just mentioned. Okay. And just as an honorable mention, yes, Mass Effect is amazing. Go play that. <laughs> well, as an honorable mention, Halo is the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a space game. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, they're in space. And the best Halo game ever. Hold on. Yes, Halo Zero. <laughs> I had no idea about this until you told me. I can't really, really know We're really it. getting off topic now. <laughs> but we should watch a few seconds of this. Even though we're off topic. Halo Halo Zero is like one of the best fan made 2D side scrollers ever made of anything. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, an Atari Halo game, I believe. Well, Metroid. Okay. Again, I forgot that that was in space. <laughs> <laughs> How did we forget about Metroid? I, I'm still I'm still happy with my choices. Okay, Metroid is another honorable mention. All of the Metroid games, except Metroid, Metroid Zero. It's not Zero Mission. Um, uh, Metroid other or M. M, other M. Yeah. Which actually, that game is not bad. I played it. I know it's controversial, but I liked it. Metroid. We should remember the Metroid. All right, that's, that's pretty bad. I think that's a wrap for today. Yep, I agree. <laughs> We're like way out of it. So. Yep. Lots of good space games. Mm-hmm. As always, I'm Chris, and I'm Will, and you better share this on MySpace. <laughs> we will see you on the next Curlcast. See ya. I missed.